Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, guys, let's go on a first date. A first date. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, I feel like this episode is inspired by the many conversations and the way that I felt when I was a baby gay mm-hmm. um, about how hard it is to go on your first lesbian date. Oh, definitely. That was... It was really hard for me. I I feel like, especially since I, like, came out later in life. I'm not that, like, coming out at, like, 20 is, like, later in life. But... For our generation, it is. It feels pretty late, but... Yeah, it's a Gen Z late in life lesson. Yeah, I feel like I missed the memo of how you go on (laughs) dates, so I feel like this is a... an interesting episode to talk about you bring up a fantastic point is that lesbian first dates like the awkwardness like when there's an awkward moment between like a teenage boy and like a like very femmy girl in like a 50s movie or like a coming of age movie everyone's like oh that's so cute and for some reason you don't have any representation of that when you're going on your first lesbian date so so many people feel like there's this like metric that they have to pass to be like gay enough before they go on their first date or Mm -hmm. like they need to be something or you have to know exactly what you're gonna do or where you're gonna go or who you're gonna go with (laughs) or even like the basics like you don't need to know how gender roles work in like lesbian relationships in order to be in a lesbian relationship Mm -hmm. that's the wonderful part you get to take this and I told Tiaza this the other day. I was like, I feel like our marriage works so well because it's like we took these gender roles that we were prescribed, like, as kids. This is what Mm -hmm. the man does. This is what the woman does. We just, like, threw them in a wall and saw what sticks. Like, we really just rewrote all the rules. So, Mm -hmm. I give everyone in straight relationships or not, I would empower you to try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's go on our first date. <laughs> um, the first note is similar to what we've already talked about. is just giving yourself compassion and recognizing that in a heteronormative society, you don't have the same kind of, like, inspiration. And so mm-hmm. I would say immerse yourself in lesbian media. Like, watch all your favorite YouTubers, <laughs> all your favorite lesbian couples. Like, if you have lesbian friends, now's a great time to go third yeah. wheel on their date. <laughs> Definitely. But, like, also I think that just, like, not... Like, just realizing that there's not a rule book. Yep. Like, you get to make the rules for yourself. If you want to go on a date one way, but, like, other people go on it the other, I think it's totally fine to just make it your own. Exactly. There shouldn't be, like, a like a rule book for it, and I think that's what we're kind of saying is, like, don't feel like you have to measure up to, like, this heteronormative rule. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Yeah. and, like, dynamics. Exactly. So, first, rule number one, (laughs) give yourself (laughs) compassion. Yes. Um, Very important. We met on a dating site, so I think that's, unfortunately, where most queer couples have the chance to to interact with, like, other, especially, like, sapphic women. I just don't think there's... You're not going to find us in the wild. There's a whole lot of meeting places. (laughs) I always say this. I'm like, it's really hard because a lot of people have this same like, worry and wish of, like, oh, I just really want a girlfriend, but it's so hard. I'm, like, they're not just gonna fall from the sky. Like, you gotta, you gotta take the, the effort and the energy to try to be the kind of person that you would attract. You know what I mean? So, if you Mm -hmm. wish a girl would just, like, be your pizza delivery guy and ask for your phone number, maybe try on that role. Maybe try next time you see somebody who's really attractive. Maybe shoot your shot. But if you're not ready for that, um, a lot of people will be on dating sites, so. Yes. I feel like, it's given a lot of crap, I feel like, to meet people on dating sites, oh, yeah. but, like, I think that that needs to be... It's very normal. Yeah, it needs to be more normalized, because especially for us in our state, I feel like it's almost one of the only... Not the only way you can meet somebody that's gay, I but... I met my first girlfriend at a concert, a 1975 concert. Yes, I but you're also, online. like, so out, like outgoing and stuff. For me, that would be, like, 
nearly impossible. Let's see how that worked. I remember there was, like, a pass, like, or something. We needed, like, a pass. I had an extra, like, piece of paper or something that we needed to get into this uh, venue. And um, there was this girl who was super hot in front of me. I was with my friends. And um, she was, like, stressing out, like, with her friends. She was, like, oh, my God, I can't get in. I don't have my, like, printed ticket. What am I going to do? And I just tapped her on the shoulder. I said, hey, I've got an extra one of those if you'd like. And we ended up dating. So that is very cute, very fun. (laughs) Um, Don't think that's going to (laughs) happen most of the time. But, um... Well, it can. You just have to be brave enough also to... And I think that we're going to talk about it later to, like, kind of make it, like, known that that's what... Not like that's not what your intentions are, but... Yep. To, like make it known that you're, you're a gay. (laughs) Well, and the other thing too is that especially, I'm speaking from like a very femme presenting perspective, like, so you have to make it known that that's what your intentions are, but I really feel like I have extroverted privilege (laughs) where I definitely come off strong because that's just all I know. All I know is uh, just to shoot my shot and especially as like a very feminine presenting person, you just got to come on really strong. I feel like if you're going to try to meet someone in the wild, but the good news is in the wild, (laughs) the good news is, is on a dating site, you don't have to do that as much. Like Mm -hmm. you can show that you're open to something and they can kind of initiate that. Um, That is usually the biggest like pitfall in a lot of especially, like, sapphic relationships, is that someone, you both have a crush on each other, it's very stereotypical, have a crush on each other, then you go on, like, three or four dates, and then you're like, are we hanging out as friends? Like, you you need to have somebody show some kind of initiative where we're all just going to be sitting there, like, having crushes on each other forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, so, um, any tips for people on dating sites? I know you had strategy. T- I didn't. Tiaza had strategy. <laughs> I didn't have strategy. I was just on there a lot longer than you were for it. So, uh-huh. like, I was on there for, I don't know. You tried everything, too. I-, I went on many, many sites. And honestly, I think, and there might be more now, but when I was using dating sites, I think Tinder, honestly, was the best one for me. Was Bumble around by the time you I were doing that? I don't think so. They didn't have it for, no, I don't think they had Bumble yet. I don't. If they did, I didn't find that one, but I found every other dating site. Um, And remind you, as we're talking about first dates, our tips are five years old. So (laughs) (laughs) our tips would be in kindergarten. Our relationship would be in kindergarten. So take that with a grain of salt. But I'd like to think the relationships still work the same way. Uh, Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if I have like a whole lot of tips other than just being yourself on there. I, at first I tried to do like the, you know the profile thing where you, like, say a whole bunch of stuff in your bio, and Mm -hmm. it ended up backfiring on me for some reason. Like, I ended up having to be really, like, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to date girls, and... (laughs) (laughs) And I don't want to match with you and your husband who want a threesome. I'm not a unicorn. because I feel like that happened probably almost 80% of the time, and so I had to be very, like, stop matching with me when, like, this is what you're looking for. Especially in, like, uh, you were in a smaller town, a more conservative area. I wasn't as much, so I saw maybe, like, one in three people I'd match with, and they would always, like, (laughs) they would always, like, try to get you locked in first. Like, they wouldn't ever say it. Oh, yeah, it would just be them. It it wouldn't be in their thing, and then you would match, and then you'd start talking. They'd be like, oh, also, I'm looking for my third, and it's just like, no. (laughs) Yeah, and so, or they kept saying we. Like, that's the biggest cat call. But, um, anyways, so, Tia's advice, I guess, is to be, um, really direct about what you'd like. Yeah. And I also feel like showing a little bit of your personality is a good idea Mm -hmm. on dating sites. I mean, 
gay relationships work the same way, so maybe don't put your first picture with four girls, like, so we have to guess who you are. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> always hard when there's, like, multiple of the same person with the same group. So, I'm like, hold on, how am I supposed to know who you are? This is a controversial opinion, and this seemed to work for me, but it doesn't work for everybody. I personally feel like, whether I'm trying to make friends online or, like, go on dates, I don't, I want to have a comfortable amount of talking, but you've got to try to make a plan to be in person, like, meet in person pretty quickly mm-hmm. or else it's like you've been texting for so long there's nothing kind of to talk about out. when you meet up yep. so there's a good balance there um something that I would definitely push for is to plan a very formal date this is very rare for lesbians to go on a date within the same city but if you do um maybe not the first date but the second date maybe offer to pick them up offer to mm-hmm. open their car door offer to try to like bring them flowers or mainly just to like Make it formal. Uh, yeah, make it, like, very known that you are going on a date with this person. Don't say hang out. You're not here to hang out. That's yeah. not the plan. Um, I know some people will bring, like, small gifts, like chocolate-covered strawberries or um, flowers or mm-hmm. something like that. That, like, if you're going to do, like, all of these kind of things, like, make sure establish that you're not going to, like, fight over who's going to pay. Just, if you're planning it, pay for it. Like, that's kind mm-hmm. of my my thought there. Um, everybody has their own opinions, but this is, if you're having a hard time where you've been on a few dates, I've heard this many times, um, with especially, like, women who love women, they'll often mention that they've been on, like, five dates, and then all these girls end up just being their friend. So, mm-hmm. try to, try to push yourself, hype yourself, do some self-care before you go on this date to have extra confidence that day. Maybe, like, practice saying certain things in the mirror like maybe I had like, to do that a lot <laughs> yeah um be have your coming of age moment where you you've just come out you're gonna go on your first lesbian date and you're gonna go spend two hundred dollars on a new outfit like mm-hmm. go all out do whatever you do to feel like your most authentic self but that kind of leads into our next one is how to like play with gender roles and remain authentic to yourself. Um, I feel like especially when it comes to fashion, people constantly, like half of my TikTok for you page is like, femme lesbians, this is how you let other people know that you're a lesbian. There's great tips there, but I think that my biggest one and the thing that's been most successful for me is just say you're a lesbian. Like, (laughs) that's the best option. Is And I'm not saying meet a girl and be like, hey, by the way, I'm gay. Like, that's weird. Like, but, like, in a conversation, mention your ex-girlfriend or mention how much you listen to Girl in Red or, like, you can put those things Slide it in there just a little bit. (laughs) Girls read into everything. So that's, that's where it can work in your favor is you can find ways to talk about that or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really need to look the part to, to be known as, like your identity. Yeah. When you do things like that though, and I, this is not to like drag anybody, but when people are like, oh yeah, me and my girlfriends. Oh. And I'm like, no. Um, and then I get like, I'm, I'm most of the time I just assume that that means they're friends. Like they're girls that are friends. Especially older women. Yeah. It's very, it's bad. Me and my girlfriend are going to a movie on Friday. No, don't say that. Like, and I feel like that. Like you can, but like, I guess that's just like, it's just easy to, to assume that that's not what they mean. Exactly. So that's the hard part too, is that girls are very affectionate. Like if you see a picture of a girl holding hands with someone, another girl on Facebook, that doesn't mean anything. Like that could mean nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, In the way that like with men, oftentimes because of how scrutinized like 
masculinity is if there's any kind of colorful hair or um, not nail polish I feel like a lot of straight guys are like taking that and trying to pretend to be feminist because they paint their nails but like but, which is great I mean oh I'm not saying there's anything wrong like, with that but like I feel like flagging yourself as like a gay man oftentimes is a lo- comes off a lot stronger like it weeds yeah. out the straight guys faster Probably, than yeah. like try to flag yourself as a lesbian it doesn't weed out the straight girls as much I feel like it I feel like lesbians come in a lot of different styles yeah and so like it, but, but genres, like a lot of like yeah but a lot of like straight girls also have like those same genres exactly. so like i feel like it makes it a lot harder to like tell who's like it's not like you can like it's not like a hard and fast rule yeah which most of the time it's not with anybody but like you no. know it you have to and just I'm make not... sure that it's very very clear when you're trying to with your words I guess that's the thing is I say use your words um and to clarify straight guys who paint your nails love it I would love if you guys would co-op makeup too let's make that less expensive for everybody I I mean I honestly I love a guy in eyeliner I don't know why that looks so good but like I feel like it like makes the eyes pop (laughs) oh absolutely and so I'm not honestly love it truly but what I'm trying to say is that a lot of these tips that like used to work don't really work as much anymore especially because society with, like, is just evolving yeah and gen z i love gen z for this we often really like to play with like wearing a lot of androgynous clothing mm-hmm. which makes it kind of hard for like androgynous people specifically like mask or butch lesbians have a hard time like sticking out in the same way mm-hmm. but there's this like i don't know you can you can refine your gaydar i mean i'm not saying it's impossible i'm just saying that like some girls won't pick up on that yeah so Yeah, so practice your confidence. Try exploring your sense of style. I feel like there's this... People say this, and I think it's very true, about, like, a second puberty after you come out. There's definitely Mm -hmm. a a moment of trying to find yourself. You're going to have some awkward phases. It's okay. Give yourself some... Oh, yeah. I had so many awkward phases when I was first coming out. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. So, define your own rules. Uh, Let's see... Oh, it takes time. It takes a lot of time to feel like the imposter syndrome goes away. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because honestly, none of that is internal. All of that is internalized. I feel like that's just the society we live in. And it's okay to just like not fake it till you make it, but like give yourself the confidence you need to persevere for the first few dates that you go on with girls. And then mm-hmm. you'll feel a lot more normal about it. You just have to normalize it in your own life in order for it to be second nature. Which I feel like goes into the same category as giving yourself compassion. Because mm-hmm. I think that it, I don't know, it's just, it's hard in society right now. Like, it's just hard in general to go on dates at all. Like, having mm-hmm. the confidence to, like, ask somebody out or or whatever. So, I think that just, I think that's the biggest rule is just to have compassion for yourself. Not every date is going to be great. Not yeah. every date is going to be the person that you're going to, like, don't, spend your life with. Like, Don't put your identity on the first date you go on. Not mm-hmm. be like, I'm doing this, and if it goes poorly, then I guess I'm probably just going to date guys. Don't do that. Because yeah. you don't do that when you're dating every guy. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of people, and I would argue anybody who's been on any date, regardless of the gender or the sexual orientation around it, they're going to have bad dates. That's, mm-hmm. that's part of, honestly, there's this joker on TikTok that's like, when I'm making a bad decision and I do it anyways for the plot, do it for the plot like mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly let yourself uh don't put so much high expectations on it I feel like so many people are like and this is kind of part of like not trying to blame anything but I feel like a lot of straight girls will often be like oh I wish I was gay it would be so much easier yes like there are some shared common like experiences between especially queer women yeah but they also know how to hurt you way worse <laughs> way worse I, dating is just hard in general but like you just have to be able to 
persevere persevere and put yourself out there and be willing to fail and that is the key right there and and that's fine like I, also, I feel like especially like if you're in like a even with like long-term relationships if uh-huh. you're it, you get into a relationship with somebody and it ends up not working that doesn't mean that it wouldn't work for you it, exactly and I feel like so many people kind of unfairly like bank their identity on the first person that they end up in yeah. a relationship with and that's not fair because if mm-hmm. I would have done that my first girlfriend broke my heart so badly like mm-hmm. so badly it's brutal it's brutal out there but partially that's because it was a lot more authentic to me and mm-hmm. I was sharing a relationship and this connection in a way that I hadn't when I was like around other people yeah. so it's and also it's okay. just like exploring who you are with that first person like exactly. especially if they're the first like girl you've been on a like the first gay experience that you've had you're gonna still be learning too and maybe halfway through you're like oh this is not actually authentic to me this isn't gonna work for me or Mm -hmm. this isn't working for them like you know type thing and you figure out who you are like exactly it doesn't mean that you have to stay which stays that's the same with like straight gay whatever kind of relationship but there's this extra level that people subconsciously like bank a lot on their first gay relationship. No, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just saying, like, it's just, you have to be willing to fail, like I said. Like, exactly. You have to be willing to let it go and move on. Exactly. And, of course, you're going to feel vulnerable. That's the first thing I always feel when I hear somebody mention how scared they are to go on a first date with a girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, of course you're going to feel vulnerable. That's the first time you're putting yourself out there. Like, mm-hmm. of course that's going to be scary. And that's what's hard about the second puberty aspect of, like, being queer is that it often happens later in life and it feels more awkward like because some people are already having five kids you have to do it when you're an adult you have to do it as an adult and that's hard not when it's normalized to be weird as a teenager exactly and that's the hard part is you need to kind of embrace the fact that like life and milestones are so different for everybody you're not late you're on your own time and Mm -hmm. that's really important to remember especially when you see some of these people my age with five kids i'm like this is crazy. Like, this is crazy because honestly, that's the most wild thing about your 20s is that some people are going to be living with their parents and working a part-time job and other people are going to be full-on doctors and some people are going to have a house and a marriage and five kids. And it's just, that's, that's the fuck of it all. (laughs) (laughs) That's life. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I guess my next, uh, kind of tidbit of advice my unsolicited advice if you will (laughs) is surrounding yourself in community especially other queer women it's like so important to have other examples people who've been through it listening to our podcast finding (laughs) stuff online like community doesn't have to be in person almost every college every high school have a gsa i feel like that's a Mm -hmm. really great starting point to try to find your community and just having shared experiences of other people who might be in an awkward phase too or might Mm be giving you advice on hey i went to this really great spot and i feel like we didn't get as many stairs as you might have gotten somewhere else like yeah and that's the part too is just that like having these community is so important Mm -hmm. um this is not quite on the same level of like first date but once you're in an established relationship there are a few gems as exciting in this world as having other lesbian friends that are in a couple oh definitely like being (laughs) being on a double date with another lesbian couple is this like unparalleled sense of just like relaxation a deep breath i feel like you can just like breathe they get everything you don't have to explain literally anything it's fantastic and so Mm -hmm. having that sense of community whether in a relationship or not is so important Mm -hmm. truly and you don't get like the semi-awkward questions of 
how you came out, when you came out, this what is and that, lesbian like, sex? you Who's know, last name are you going to take? Even if it's like in total innocence with like, or like sure. somebody else, it's just, you don't have that. And so like being able to just like have a community and, and use have, your lingo. And yeah. Just, like, like you can just like be, you can just be. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's so important. Single, coupled, whatever. I feel like that's really, really important. Um, I think my last note that I have is, um, just kind of, tying this back up to the first thing we mentioned about like rewriting your own rules it's really important to go in with realistic expectations and like take the golden rule one step further of like you don't want to be treated like you are a man in this relationship specifically speaking to like lesbian women Mm -hmm. most likely whatever that means to you and so don't treat your partner like that either like don't don't the whole beauty don't put a gender role on them thank you that's exactly what i'm saying yeah whatever gender role you pick fantastic however don't go in expecting other people to be like that without communicating what you're looking for exactly and so it's really important while you get your chance to like express yourself and try to find like try on new outfits and new roles in your life you should also give your partner or potential partner the mm-hmm. same space to do that same thing and be surprised. Honestly, so many people have these really strict, and this is no matter who you're dating, I will only date someone if they're over this height and they have this kind of job and they do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Try a couple things out. <laughs> Within reason. Throw it out the window. <laughs> throw it out the window. What, just try see what it. feels good. And honestly, I think that's the hard part, especially with like being an adult. Your time is so valuable. You're... you're Emotional availability is so valuable. Mm-hmm. It's still worth it to yourself to spend one afternoon getting coffee with somebody that you might not have picked out for yourself. Exactly. And you might surprise yourself because truly you don't know what could work for you until you try it. Yeah. I think that that's a really, really big and important thing. Is Especially when you've been told what you need is like this Prince Charming kind of like alpha male figure your whole life. And that's not what you're doing. You've mm-hmm. already decided you want to go on a date with a girl. Yeah. And that's the very exciting part is that, remember, you're going on a date with a girl. And that's maybe so exciting. you still want that and you'll find that too. But Absolutely. Like- <laughs> and honestly, maybe you're, maybe you do want that and that's fantastic. But like, just make sure you want it for you and not just because everyone else thinks that you'd want so that's that. what you're supposed to have um this is not a conversation for this episode we should discuss compet in the future mm-hmm. but it's really important to just remember too that like the social energy and like the attention and the affirmations you get from people around you based on who you're dating mean nothing mm-hmm. you need to know at home with the door closed nobody listening that you are happy with the person you're with and that's the most and important. that you're happy with who you are. Yes. That you're not changing or fitting into a role that you don't want to be in. Absolutely. And so the attention from other people doesn't matter. And that's mm-hmm. really hard, especially like as women to like, it feels like someone gave me, uh, when I found out that I w- would, was gay, someone gave me a pair of knotted up tangled headphones and I had to like untangle all of this shit. And mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as you untangle one thing and you feel solid, there's, another knot. there's something else uh, that you realize is under there. And so it's really important to just like, do what works for you. Mm-hmm. Take our advice or don't. I don't think I'm, I know anything. But what I do know is that it's really hard to find, like, as a baby gay, mm-hmm. who this audience, that's what we're intending this to be for. It's so hard to find, like, people who will, like, be there for you. And it's really important to seek those people out. So if, if nothing else, I hope that you are able to find your community. Definitely. And... Just because this worked for us does not mean that it's going to work for everybody. So, yeah. like Shelby always says, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope that this helped. 
a little in any way. Even if, if it's not, just taking 1% of what we said, I hope that it could help you. I hope you all don't feel as alone. Because I feel mm-hmm. like the problem is is that people, when they get embarrassed or nervous or anxious, they kind of sit in that in, by themselves instead mm-hmm. of thinking, everyone else on Tinder right now probably feels the same way I do, if not right now, at some point before. Yeah. So, Definitely. yeah. I don't know. I I just... I hope that this w- there's something you can take out of this. If not, if you have extra tips, I would love to hear them. Like mm-hmm. I said, everybody's going to have their own like ideas. And so you can email at us at letsdothispodcast at gmail.com. Give me all of your baby gay tips. We would love to All of them. them. And I will share them with our community just because everyone's going to have this insight. And honestly, this is like, obviously, this is coming from white, cis perspectives and so Mm -hmm. it's not like this isn't one size fits all yeah so if this doesn't work for you that's okay but i'm hoping it's something that i would have loved to hear five years ago definitely all right well we hope that this helped and we will talk to you next time okay bye bye